since you were just there, but Mayor Adams described New York as, quote, his home. How did his home look? Pretty neat and tidy? No, his home is disgusting. The streets are filthy. They're covered with people um, basically dying on drugs. Crime in the city, I can't, I can't comprehend how people live there. Um, it was repulsive. It smells bad. And I just, I think it's a terrible place. <laughs> Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I I just heard the bad news that uh, about, did you hear this? About no. Millie, Millie Bobby Brown? She's already divorced. She's already got divorced. It didn't last. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. The I didn't creep, see that coming. who are doing the countdown to 18 <laughs> clock have their, we'll fucking have their, uh, can have their weird hope again. I don't know what Drake's going to do. I don't know. I don't know how he's going <laughs> right, to get by. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Leo's going to be um, fucking knocking on her door any day now. Yeah. Well, I mean, getting married at nineteen. Get, get, get in there in that window. You got the five guaran- next five years. To right. Fuck. Right. Right. Guaranteed, guaranteed to last that marriage. Nineteen yeah. years old. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I don't know what she's thinking. Like your your whole life. I don't know. Maybe being a star at the age of twelve, like fucks your brain up i don't know but uh i, I read that i, I, and I was I like that's know. a joke is, right is he like a celebrity or is he just like a, a local f- guy from like that you knew from childhood or whatever i couldn't care enough to look it up yeah <laughs> so yeah. i i mean if it's I, that situation people like I, I always find that weird like the high school sweetheart thing but it's a little less weird than like uh, yeah I, I don't know it, it it's just i mean celebrity knows? marriages don't last I mean, long usually that's what i mean anyway, that's, those are just like never gonna last anyway but eh, you know whatever i mean if, she, if she's into it more yeah i know i couldn't care less it's not gonna I, last I, i'm sure but you know i want to make a joke out of it yeah. yeah but so in other media news i watched a movie uh a beloved classic uh to many uh for the first time this week because it was on netflix like i i, I my card got canceled because mom put my number into a scam thing and it got so i've been waiting for my new debit card <laughs> And I didn't want to put, you know, so like all my streaming services, you know, like eventually stop working because uh-huh. apparently it takes like three weeks to get a new debit card for because of supply chain issues. Like uh, I'm sorry. they fucking, <laughs> they literally will say anything is because of supply chain issues at this point. Right. It's fucking the, insane. The like it is is plastic in short supply because it's, no, it's just yeah, prepo- no. it's fucking preposterous. But yeah, anyway. Uh, so I I wasn't going to sign up for Netflix again on my credit card because I just didn't want to have like a re- reoccurring thing on my credit card. So I was waiting for my debit card, but finally I was just like, all right, fuck this. I want to fucking, fucking right. get on Netflix. And uh, and I see, lo and behold, right at the top of the fold, Smokey and the Bandit. 
<laughs> and I was like, you know what? I've never watched that. And, you know, usually if it's, it's you see it on fucking TV and there's commercials and like, I'm never going to pay attention to it, you know, and I'm like, but it, it starts playing like a clip of the movie. And I know it's like a screwball comedy and it's like cars and fucking get them all boys. And, you know, it was sort of like the basis for Dukes of Hazzard. And, right, right. And I watched that show when I was a kid. But, you know, Burt Reynolds is kind of, you know, he's he did a couple serious roles like Boogie Nights and Deliverance. So, like, I know he can act and I know right. that a certain kind of person found him very charming at a certain time. And I heard that was very much like I've never seen it either, but I heard it's very much like a vibes movie. <laughs> like, it's very, you know, it's, I mean, just them driving around for two hours. And it's fucking. like a two it's like a two hour car chase. And right. but occasionally it's kind of slows down. But I thought, like, this movie is, is you know, like kind of a joke in itself. Like it's been lampooned so many times. If you watched right. Archer, you know. Um, I've, I've seen more parodies of they, it probably than actual right, scenes from it. Right. But they so it's it just on the menu screen. It starts playing a clip from it, and I was like, it it made it seem kind of like a serious movie at first. Mm-hmm. And like I know it's not, but I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Sure, why not? Um, and I'm watching it, and I'm watching Burt Reynolds and all of his mannerisms, is you know, kind of like facial tics and the way kind of you know turns his head back and looks down his nose, you know, just to, not like you know snooty, but just kind of like his you know the way he walks yeah, and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like I'm watching Pedro Pascal, <laughs> and I realized that all of his American you know language characters he's, he's played are a dead ringer for Burt Reynolds. <laughs> And I looked at pictures of them next to each other, and they look exactly alike with a mustache on. Yep, yep. <laughs> Shit, you not. <laughs> and people, are, there was even like uh, Instagram posts saying, like, you know, we need Pedro to play a, a biopic about Burt Reynolds. And I and I know that like actors, when they're trying to learn how to act and how, you know what things to do and what things to watch for, they study other actors. Yeah. So there's there's a 100 percent chance that when Pedro was you know trying to figure out how he wanted to play Joel. Uh, and Last of Us and and some of his other, um, you know, like Prospect, where he also has a Southern draw. Uh, absolutely. We studying Burt Reynolds and was like, hey, everyone like that guy. I bet I could do that. <laughs> I could play an American like that. Right. Um, and yeah, so it was just it was it was totally uncanny. Um, right. And also That's- just like love the fact that it's shot in the 70s because just like there's something about the film stock of the 70s that just I, I love it. I love how like primary, how every all the colors kind of blend it towards the primary red, blue, yellow, you know, back then. And that's and I I um, I, I remember if I was telling you this or if I was I, I was talking to my friend Steve about this, but I watched that that's that uh, Steven um, Spielberg movie Duel, and it's like this. It's not a great movie, but it's just it's fucking crazy how much better things look. Even right. like by by you know like even like if the script by today's standards like this would never get made. It's just because they didn't have. <laughs> you, you can't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not not that dumb fucking guy. But no, but just like it's like what what is this movie about? It's just about a guy getting chased around by a psycho, right? Uh, in in an eighteen wheeler. Although I mean, they've remade that movie at six million times in different forms, <laughs> including seemingly yeah. the new Stephen Yeun series. But there um, was a Italian film starring Jack Nicholson called The Passenger, made in the seventies. It has virtually no dialogue for the entire two and a half hour film. Mm-hmm. And it's just about a guy who like assumes another guy's identity who he finds dead in a hotel and doesn't know how he died. And then it turns out like this guy, you know, if somebody was after him and gradually the people that were after him realize that, uh, you know, that 
or they they think he's still alive because Jack Nicholson has impersonated him. So they're like ch- trying to track him down throughout the whole movie. And he doesn't know it. So it's like this weird kind of cat and mouse, but the mouse doesn't know that it, there's a cat. Right. Um, beautifully but, shot. Absolutely beautiful to look at film. Well, that's the thing um, is like the movies back then, because they didn't have the budget to fucking half asset like that movie duel was just shot in the California desert. And it's like yep. the most beautiful fucking vistas you've ever seen in your entire life. Just this this free fucking insanely, you know, uh, like lush backdrop to this to this, you know, pretty nondescript plot. And it's like it makes those movies so much more enjoyable to watch because you can watch a movie, you know, today that has a significant more amount of thought going to the script. But it just still kind of looks like shit because they shoot it, you know, on a back lot or they shoot it in yeah. the fucking volume or, you know, it it's just. It, it's yeah it, it's it, that's the shit i miss and i appreciate the filmmakers yeah. who take the time to do shit like that like quentin tarantino you know rebuilding in the entirety of the fucking 1969 sunset strip for you know one driving shot of, of you know brad pitt going driving at night right to the fucking the the you know the dome drive in there like it's yeah it's incredible well speaking of things they don't make them like that anymore uh and looking like shit we should mention Diane Feinstein. Oh god yeah. <laughs> fucking speaking of things that should have been left in the fucking 60s. Um <laughs> Diane Feinstein she, this 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 fucking I, we've talked about her before. I mean I've told you know the story before and and people have you know done, done great podcasts about it but I mean she has been a fucking right-wing maniac her entire career. She fought to keep the Confederate flag flying outside of San Francisco City Hall when she was the mayor. Not even not even keep it up there. She was the one that wanted it up there because she was well, t- <laughs> and, and it kept getting torn down by activists and yeah. she kept insisting it get put back up and it stayed up until they came with a fucking uh like a, a rotary saw or whatever and cut the flagpole down, which was the most metal way to fucking deal with with, with bullshit like that I've ever heard of. But um, yeah, no, she's always been a right wing monster. Um, you know, recently she was, of course, in the news and on this podcast for telling a bunch of kids to go fuck themselves, basically, when they asked her not to, mm-hmm. you know, b- burn the fucking planet to the ground. Um, well, what's different now is that I, I didn't even know this till yesterday, but she has missed the last 60 votes in the Senate. Yep. And the she's she's lost pod save America. Uh, they, the pod save America guys have turned on her publicly and more other, other reps are now calling on her to resign because they can't get any of Biden's federal judges approved without her there. Right. Because she's literally the tie breaking vote on the Senate judiciary committee, because for some fucking reason, all these committees need to have an almost even makeup regardless of, you know, how the fucking Senate is just just another in the long line of stupidity that that's built into our fucking, um, our, our, our you know, congressional system but yeah the uh, can't imagine why all the fucking elections are you know 49 percent right right exactly 50.49 to 49.51 um yeah so fucking ridiculous but yeah she's missed her last 60 votes the the senate judiciary committee is is deadlocked on every nominee because everyone votes on party lines as always um and it it it's just insane. Like the only thing she shows up for or to make sure like right wing fucking shit bags get confirmed to the Supreme court. Like that was, that was like the extent of her fucking recent years, uh, uh, work body of yeah. work is, you know, making sure Amy Coney Barrett, like, like felt good about the confirmation process and she praised her during it. So, so amid all this pressure, you'd think 
logically, you know, 89 years old, has, you know, serious health issues, can't get to, to Washington. She's to had do fucking the shingles. She's 90 years old. She has fucking shingles. Like, what are you doing? What I don't do even know which, what, what is shingles. Is that like, it's like horrible? I, I it, it's it's not chicken pox, but it's like I think it's like a cousin of the chicken pox virus. But it's like a horribly painful like turkey ra- pox rash that yeah. you get as an adult, and it like I think it breaks yeah. out in sores. It's horrible. I mean, it's and I think it has when you're older, anything like that can have like significant uh, extra health implications. Like if you're you know a senior and you get a UTI, that could cause significant like memory loss like that could accelerate dementia it's like the yeah. human body's fucked up you know like it's 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 resilient mine, in some mine ways. sure is <laughs> right yours right now is but oh my god um yeah. the human body is like resilient in a lot of ways but it's also fucked up in a lot of ways so you know but yeah. in any event well, yeah she's she's 90 fucking years old she hasn't been worth a shit her entire political career especially but she's there been her fucking staff has been leaking stories about how she's uh, clearly in the late stages of dementia for like years now. This was years ago we reported on that. And 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 they're just not gonna do anything about it. And and finally it's just when it's when it's holding up their fucking buddies getting their their, you know, make good uh jobs that they're supposed to get, now it's becoming an issue. Uh, and you, you even have people like Ro Khanna, you know, the, the bastion of courage and integrity that he is coming out <laughs> and uh, saying saying that she should resign. And, you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi, of course, not having any of it. She was she was in the she was in a press conference. No, and, of course not. And then, of course, of course made it into a sexist thing. It's a sexist thing to say that. a Right. Because men don't get asked to to quit. It's like, no, no, we, no. We, we, we definitely do that, too. We definitely want Biden to quit. We weren't Fuck all off. screaming about Joe Biden quitting or uh, what's his what's his dick? The Supreme Court justice who who finally quit uh, recently. Um, the, the one that just quit Breyer, Stephen Breyer. Yeah, yeah, no, people were saying that he should quit. So he doesn't turn to another fucking RBG. But again, they have to make everything. You know, I, I tweeted it today. Feinstein is following in the proud tradition of RGB by sticking around until a Republican replaces her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's so amid all this pressure, <clears throat> Feinstein issued a statement about returning to Washington. Who am um, I? Sorry. And 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 let it, it, Try to guess if, if who actually wrote this. Uh, when I was first diagnosed with shingles, I expected to return to the, by the end of the uh, of the March work period. Unfortunately, my return to Washington has been delayed due to uh, continued complications uh, related to my diagnosis. Uh, I intend to return as soon as possible once my medical team it advises that it's safe for me to travel. In the meantime, I remain committed to the job and will continue to work from home in San Francisco. I understand that my absence could delay the important work of the Judiciary Committee, so I've asked Leader Schumer to ask the Senate to allow another Democratic senator to temporarily serve until I'm able to resume my committee work. She's not going anywhere. (laughs) This bitch has her fucking heels dug in. It's it's unbelievable. (laughs) So clearly, clearly... Nothing is more important than my career, my salary. Signed, Feinstein's chief of staff. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the people who are fucking weak into burning her around to fucking yeah. keep the job on, on Capitol so Hill. So I, I wasn't familiar with who her chief of staff is. And from what I found, it, it actually just changed to somebody new. Hmm. But it's it's like I, the getting to be her chief of staff is apparently like, you know, tantamount to being a kingmaker because you get to fucking do everything that and pretend as though it's her. 
Um, they, they basically are. I mean, a lot of them, especially for the, the for the fucking decrepit old ones like her, <laughs> are basically senators at that point. They're they're doing everything, of course. Of you course. know, on the well, front end, and it's one of the few jobs in Washington that people will stick around for because there's right. real there's real power and prestige to it. But it's also you know it's just an absolute revolving door of the scummiest people. I don't have any information on her current uh, chief of staff, but. Uh, one of her former chief of staffs named Jennifer Duck was um, appointed June 25, 2013. And I just want to read a tiny little bit from her resume. Senator uh, Diane Feinstein today announced the appointment of Jennifer Duck. I guess this is from a press release about it at the time. Jennifer Duck is her new chief of staff. Most recently, Duck served as vice president of government relations and corporate leadership for Pfizer Incorporated, the international <laughs> pharmaceutical and consumer products company. Duck's experience in the executive branch and state and local governments includes time in the Clinton administration, the Obama presidential transition team, the Department of Health and Human Services, and the CIA. It's just one big revolving fucking door. It, it, it's just it's just unbelievable. Like how these, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I just can't. I, I, these people are the fucking just scum of the earth, and that's that that's all they do is they just yeah they trade. Uh, th- they go back and forth between these jobs and, and these private sector jobs. And it's just, you know, like, what is your fucking life at that point? Like, I, I, I don't know. Seriously. And they don't see that as a conflict of interest whatsoever. No, or they know it is. They don't give a fuck. I mean, that's just, right. you know, it's just built in. Like, they don't give a fuck. But then at the same time, these are the people that, you know, think that, you know, Trump paying off hush money to a porn star is a federal offense, which maybe technically possibly i don't know it seems like it was from everything i've looked at and everything i've read from other legal scholars they're saying you know that in and of itself is pretty much a misdemeanor no yeah well i think and it was more so like the campaign finance reporting of that and potentially yeah but again it's it's you know is trump a criminal in multiple ways i'm sure one thousand percent that he's done financially criminal things um right also a lot of financially legal things that should be criminal because our fucking financial system is a cesspool for the worst people yeah. in the history of the fucking and, and planet, probably most but... of them are things that plenty of democrats have done no i know <laughs> and, you know new york city democrats are probably the most corrupt people on the planet and that's and that's the thing is like number one obviously it's extremely funny that he got arrested and that he was so <laughs> pissy about it that the door got slammed in his face as he was trying to walk in and you know all, all those things were fucking hilarious and the momentarily momentary hilarity um to me is a not much of a comfort considering the fact that you know everyone who saw this realizes it was a political prosecution that it didn't really have a ton of merit and not that it didn't have a ton of merit, but it didn't have a ton of um, juice behind it. And it was just like, well, what can we get him for? Um, and it's probably sure. just going to help him in the long run because it's, he can point to this as look at the bullshit they're trying to pull on me. And I'm sure the majority of Americans, if polled would be like, Oh, yeah, he's probably he, a criminal, but this is really not a big deal. Like what he did, was getting did, in trouble for. I, I didn't watch the Tucker Carlson interview because I don't hate myself that much, but like he completely fucking steamrolled him and took control of the interview and, you know, when when I worked in call centers, you know, they talk about controlling the conversation. Yep. Right. So you don't let the other person you run away with it. Uh, I don't know if Tucker knows how to do that, but I think, he, you know, he just knows it's a fucking ratings bomb for him. So right. he's going to let Trump say whatever he wants to. Um, but, yeah, he, he basically just is like, oh, yeah, I went in there and, you know, everyone was crying. They were so sorry about what was happening to me. <laughs> and I'm sure like 
that could be because they're fucking cops and they love right, him. Right. But also he could just make that up on the fly, you know, and people will eat oh, it yeah, up. I'm sure he makes shit it's, up all you know, the time. Total, but... total catnip for his, for his people. <laughs> That's funny, but funny. just just the, just like the the craziness so there was a there was a clip of somebody um interviewing a bunch of people who were you know like uh, pro not protesting but they were had like, oh like yeah a, a yeah, rally yeah, i saw the clips um, outside yeah and and they were like so do you you support you know prosecuting george bush george w bush and they were like whatever for and these were liberals these were fucking liberals oh yeah i saw this video oh man that was fucking great uh just <laughs> yeah it's so, amazing that the fucking cognitive dissonance of these people who probably were protesting George W. Bush in 2004. Right. That but now just, he's their buddy because Michelle Obama hugged him and gave him a piece of candy. Right. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, clearly that the, the Trump derangement syndrome is real. Um, I saw this comic here, a comic strip. Uh, and it's just it's it's disturbing to look at. And I think it's supposed to be because somebody clearly is obsessed with Trump. And what it is is a picture of him in jail, and he's naked and apparently pregnant and lactating, and he's bending over and spraying his ass cheeks so the prison guard can, you know, shine a flashlight up his ass. And it's just the most grotesque thing. And clearly, <laughs> and the prison guard is saying, "Good God, is that Lindsey Graham?" Implying Lindsey Graham's oh, up just, Trump's just ass. Just some subtle, su- subtle homophobia too. I'm sure you know. Exactly. Sure, but you know, it's like your head's up somebody else's ass. It's sure, not, sure, whatever. Sure. But it's just it's it's so grotesque. Somebody sits around thinking about Trump's naked, bloated body, right? To the point where they have to draw it. Like, yeah. what kind of fucked up fetish is that? A lot of that shit, and a lot of it gets explicitly like obnoxiously homophobic from liberals when it comes to like the Trump and Putin memes and shit. It's like you people are just like yeah. some scumbag. Like I just you know it. Again, but but the love. I mean, even I don't think they they're aware they're, they're just, they're just of the fucking, homophobia. But the fact so that they're spending time to make artwork about the person they claim to hate. No, but that's the point. That's is like bizarre. they're not aware, and and they're just in general just completely deranged. Don't care about anything that they profess to uh, actually care about. It's just simply that this person is makes them uncomfortable, and he's not couth, and that's that's their the 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 most fucking cardinal sin you can imagine, and you know. The people that fucking think that John McCain, you know, was a decent fellow who they probably disagreed with on something like it's just I, I can't fucking those people just don't live in reality. I, I can't even start to have a conversation with them. No. Yeah, it's just I, I saw it. And I'm like, this is this is it. This is just imagine being so obsessed with Trump that you not only think this up, it's sit oh. down to draw it. We should, we should get to some of these clips because we do have a clip of Trump. I don't know if this was from this week or if this was. An older clip that surfaced. I think but. this was recent because I was just like, what? I've never heard this one before. But he, so he's talking to like a group of people at a party about one of his generals when he was trying to pull us out of one of our longest wars in history. Yep. You got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We had every type of helicopter. Many of them brand new, literally out of the box. 28, 29 million. We have 60, 70 million dollar plans. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it than it is to fill it up with a half a tank of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to our country? You think, yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir. That's when I realized he was a fucking idiot. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I just and that's the other thing I, I so love about childlike. him. Childlike. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. It, it just just the fact that he's he like he has no compunction about like calling people in the military stupid. No, which is great. <laughs> and that right, that's one great thing about you know him is that he is just so fucking like self absorbed. He doesn't like know that his he, in theory his base would hate that, but a lot of them are just like yeah, no, that's that's fucking what it is. Oh, I'm sure people would 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 watch people in the military. You know, like you know. The people that actually went and fought the wars, right, right, like not the, like the not the bureaucratic ones, right? They would they would be like, yeah, the fucking the officers and generals are fucking idiots, like, right. you know. They that, they would you know, that happens that. in every you know workplace and every environment. You're just like Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking exactly. Um, but so that, yeah, it just and but the fact that he he like can be in a room full of rich people. You know, other rich Republicans and say that and they're all they all think it's hilarious, too. <laughs> but I also love his like simplistic like, oh, yeah, right out of the box. Like, like we take helicopters and fucking <laughs> ship him in boxes. To the <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of uh, do. It's, I mean, I guess crate, but like it's just it's just so funny is like fucking childish explanation. But <laughs> beautiful, be- beautiful, beautiful, beautiful it, helicopters, every just, kind of helicopter. Just fill it up halfway full of gas. <laughs> <laughs> don't top it off just halfway Fly it's only going to pakistan <laughs> fucking unbelievable oh my god what also a, unbelievable insane. was the clip that came up today um yeah sorry, speaking was, of fucking idiots uh, this is this is i so just i don't want to say anything about this let's just just play the the beer clip because i know you haven't seen it and i want to get your your reaction of it Correct. without any kind of setup okay okay America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. <laughs> Tastes like freedom. Man. What, what is your immediate reaction to that? I, I just my immediate reaction is this is obviously a parody video, but then you know I'm sure it's not actually a parody video. <laughs> that is what everybody thought. Everyone yeah. thought this is this is obviously somebody making a funny video, right? This is like the, that Brent no, guy that we always could, play out here makes funny videos. <laughs> like, no, no nothing could be that uh, like lack of you know nothing that could fragile. be that, like, <laughs> yeah nothing could be this unself aware. But it's real. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's real. It's real as the lawsuit that that guy's going to get because apparently Miller Ultra is extremely litigious with the use of the word ultra when it comes to uh, alcohol products. <laughs> not, not only that, but like there's a shorter way to say ultra right. <laughs> <laughs> you can just. Yeah. So I had a, I had a tweet today. Um, <laughs> you can do it in four letters, as a matter of fact. But yeah, no, yeah. Sure. So I, I had I had a tweet today. The conserv uh, the conservative dead anti woke ultra right beer is too woke. Please send me fifty American dollars for a case of racially pure Deutsches Reichsbra and stay the <laughs> fuck away from my kids. So apparently, there was an actual beer in Germany called uh, 
Deutsches Reich Bra, and they used a fucking eagle holding an iron cross as their oh, logo. Nice. So yeah, they got <laughs> they got in so trouble be for that one. Beer in this country, if that if that it, came here. In Germany, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Um, yeah, they actually take that seriously, unlike this country. <laughs> um, I can't, can't imagine why. Yeah, um, no, I know, right? <laughs> but what, so what is the actual problem with Bud Light, you know, fucking generic right-wing beer, you know, fucking uh, Apparently, water? there was some kid on TikTok who's trans who, like, was making videos about how much she loves Bud Light already on her own. And Bud Light was like, hey, June's coming up. We got a great little fucking pride tie-in now. We got we got a kid making commercials for us already. Um, why not why not use that? Because literally, literally like every fucking beer company wants some of that pride money. They make a shitload of money off the optics and the advertising and the actual fucking beer they sell at pride festivals. So yeah, I mean it this is like but suddenly it's just somebody noticed that Bud Light was doing this. Uh, for the first time, and it's like, you know, it, like everything that outrages the right, they notice something that's always been normal and suddenly it's like drives them fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm sure like Bud Light fucking because everyone, you know, focus groups these things to death, figure that like a majority of their audience are just like college kids that have nothing else to drink. So they get fucking Bud Light and they're like, yeah, they're, pro- they're, they're they tend to be less, uh, less fucking bigoted. So I'm sure we won't. Have a ma- you know we'll have a backlash of course, but that'll help us sell more beers to the people who already you know buy our beers in the first place, and then a bunch of liberals will chug down their piss water and pretend that it's awesome because you know they were right, they, right. They, they did something like not. Well, here's equal. the thing: this this guy's selling six packs, so he he can't even. It this is basically a startup, right? So he wants the startup money from people, so he's completely grifting off a product that you won't even be able to buy until probably May. Right, but also the, you know the startup beer money, and bottles ship super well nationwide. By the well, way, he's selling them in cans. He's selling them. In oh, cans. even better, even better. Those won't rattle around and explode. But he's he's asking thirty dollars per six pack, and it's only four percent alcohol. <laughs> it's it's like the most watered down piss pilsner you can imagine, and he wants thirty dollars. And thousands of people have already signed up for this of because course. it's just. I mean, grifting. Right wingers has got to be just like printing money. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's why people do it so effectively. But and it, but it, but his website says the beer is one hundred percent woke free. <laughs> like how how do you quantify that? Like how could it be only four percent alcohol? But every 100% hop in this beer free? was 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 harvested with slave labor. We ensure that we only imported the most the most unethical hops imaginable to make this beer. It's, it's just fucking hilarious. It's a sewage runoff that. from Flint, Michigan I've, that we're using. I've watched for the- it f- five times just, just to be like, no, is he really just fucking, <laughs> is he just doing an Andy Kaufman? I mean, is that what he's doing? <laughs> right. You know, that, that's absolutely but, what Andy Kaufman would be doing right now if he was still alive. Oh, yeah. It was like just total fucking well, parody. Uh, of these apparently this maniacs. guy was the campaign director for Trump for the entire state of Georgia. So like he's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knows how to, he knows what he's doing. Um, right. But yeah, speaking of fucking right wing grifters, I had a guy I wanted to highlight here, um, and we have another clip. Um, a guy who's running for uh, Kirsten Cinema's um, Senate seat in Arizona, Sheriff Mark Lamb. Sheriff Mark Lamb. He's on the lamb. Um, this guy. This guy's a piece of work, as we'll hear here in a moment. Uh, Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb said Tuesday he's running for U.S. Senate in Arizona, becoming the first Republican to jump into a high profile race for the seat. Now held by independent Senator Kristen Cinema. 
Lamb, who has built a profile in Arizona and beyond as a staunch supporter of former President Donald Trump and an advocate for cracking down on illegal immigration and drug smuggling, pledged in a video announcing his candidacy to take on drug cartels, calling for the U.S. military to, quote, whip them out, whip them out just like we did to ISIS. Wow. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, ISIS, that we didn't do anything to other than provide air support. I was going to say, you mean the ones that we gave weapons and money to? Who actually fought the fucking ISIS back for us? Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is hilarious. Quote, we need leaders in this country who aren't too politically correct to protect us, end quote, Lamb said in his announcement video. At the height of the COVID-19 pandemic in May 2022, Lamb refused to enforce Republican then-Governor Doug Ducey's stay-at-home order. So, yeah, we need people that aren't too politically correct to protect us unless there's a law I don't like to enforce. Yep. <laughs> right. He also uh, created a streaming service called America's Sheriff Network to highlight the work of law enforcement agencies. Carrie Lake, a former television news anchor who became a star among many Republicans before losing in 2022 race for governor, is considering a Senate run and would be the immediate front runner. Others running, including uh, Blake Masters, Jim Lamont, and Karen Taylor Robson, who lost in 2022. Uh, races for Senate or governor. I think I copied part of that incorrectly, but just like, so he's like a long shot candidate basically because like he doesn't have anyone to give him any money right now, mm-hmm. but I just love the names of like the other people running Blake masters, Jim Lamont and Karen Taylor Robinson. Like, is there any, like, I guess, I guess those are anti woke names or something <laughs> like right. just, just the whitest fucking waspy names anyway. So th- <laughs> I just want to play this little, this clip of him um, telling it like it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. While the trend may be moving toward vaccine mandates, uh, maybe you've seen this all over social media. One Arizona sheriff says he won't ever put one in place. Take a look. I wanted to let you know that here at the Pinal County Sheriff's Office, we do not mandate the vaccine. And as long as I'm your sheriff, we will never mandate the vaccine. We believe that your health choices are yours and yours alone. So whether you get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine, that's your private information. Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb uh, taking to Twitter to say that as long as he is sheriff, he will never mandate the vaccine. He also posted it to Instagram. Lamb has already had the coronavirus testing positive back <laughs> in the summer of 2020. He believes he was infected during a campaign event. Yes. <laughs> Whether you get the virus or not is your choice. And I wanted to get the virus. <laughs> just, just the dumbest fucking attitude. You know, my HIPAA rights, my HIPAA rights. <laughs> my HIPAA rights say I have the right to get the virus. That's my information to get the virus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, Absolutely I, stupid. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. <sighs> morons. But, you know, the, uh, luckily COVID's wiped enough of them out. <laughs> that it's not, you know. <sighs> they just keep making more. They more keep popping more back little up. Fucking... Blakes and Taylors keep popping up. <laughs> <laughs> just endless like the endless fucking zombie horde no matter what oh we my do God. we can't fucking trim the herd but all right i got i got one more right-wing idiot to make fun of here before we talk about somebody who's actually pretty good who just uh won a political race um so the, we're we didn't record last week um so this is kind of old news but on april fool's day um one of one of the dumbest canadians ever uh <laughs> fucking pranked himself <laughs> um so the I don't know what the Western standard is. Apparently, the that's a name of a highway in uh, Canada. 
they tweeted out one lane along the 800,000 kilometer highway will be repurposed from motor vehicles to bicycles and other human power transportation. They tweeted it on April 1st. This enraged Jordan Peterson who replied, this idiot country is sheathed in ice seven months out of the year. And the trans Canada highway an underdeveloped national disgrace is 5,000 miles long. Is there nothing so stupid? You won't do it. Justin Trudeau. Uh, so somebody uh, screenshot of that and tweeted it saying, Jordan Peterson is so intensely hateful of any of anyone identifying as trans, including the trans Canada highway. <laughs> Not yeah. to mention the fact that this was an <laughs> read it adders added context to his tweet saying, uh, this is an April fool's day joke. The sign off of the Western standard article says, or Western standard apparently is a newspaper. I don't know. Uh, from all of us at Western standard have, have a happy April fool's day. So yeah, the, the Jordan Peterson hates trans people so much. He sees the word transcontinental highway and bicycles together, and he, he fucking flips out and doesn't realize that it was an obvious April Fool's joke. <laughs> Wait, so their April Fool's joke was like part of this highway will be re- re- repurposed for like non non highway traffic, and that was like yes, their, that was yeah. their big April Fool's joke. It's like hey, we may make this more accessible for something other than cars. Well, yeah, I mean it is a five, you know, like you said, five thousand mile long highway. So right. nobody, no one's going to ride their bike yeah. anyway. But still, it's just the fact that he's like, oh. This- the trans agenda and their fucking carbon fiber bicycles. <laughs> Those damn trans agendas. <laughs> right. I just, I just uh, love it. The, just the total knee jerk reactionary I, bullshit. It's, it's seriously, it's just himself. pure mental illness. The people who just get so upset by fucking trans people existing. Like, like what the fuck does it matter? Like, it, it, and it's when so did it weird become controversial? That's the thing, I was, like, it was so not a thing. The like fucking Lou Reed song that they play right, on the classic Greg radio Best 50 times song. a day. It like when I was, when I was a kid, it was like, oh, that person has sex change. She was, she's a key now. I'm like, right. okay, like right. it wasn't, like, it wasn't some like controversial thing to like fucking anybody that I knew. Well, um, it just they had to find a new wedge issue, and they they realized they sort of had lost the the uh, argument on gay marriage, and then it it always it, they always have to progress, and you know they'll eventually <laughs> progress. I use in a you know obviously uh, uh, choking way, and I guess, but. They always have to find something new to uh, to to fucking melt down about because it's just it, the, you know. the whole and the whole groomer thing. It's like they're, right. oh, they're grooming children. Really, you're advocating twelve year old child brides. Right, you know, every right. every the, uh, today. Um, oh god, what was it? Oh, not a drag queen was trending, and it, I clicked on it. It was just people posting all the cases of right wing Republicans getting arrested for molesting children. <laughs> um, who were, you know, one of them was even like, you know, I, I had a write up here, but I'm going to skip it uh, for brevity. But a Texas lawmaker allegedly invited an underage girl to, over to drink and gave her a loyalty test. So he like gave, showed her fake emails after raping her um, and then said, don't tell anybody or I'm going to, you know, get I'm going to you know show this to everybody. Um, and of course, he was obsessed with, you know, uh, drag queens grooming fucking teenage kids and, you know, convincing them to get sex changes. Um, and, and, and it's hilarious. Who else is, you know, trying to groom children, uh, headline from the wall street journal, a little work never hurt anyone, including teenagers <laughs> <sighs> over objections from big labor governors from both parties work to ease limits on youth employment. Oh, so good. yeah, what it, it just, <laughs> We, we've 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 progressed back as a society. We've we've come so far as a society. We're going back to fucking child labor. That's a that's a great like what, great what, development. 
What happened to uh, all the robots taking our jobs if we raised the, the wages up to a living wage? What happened to that one? And, not, and unemployment has been down so significantly. It's like crazy that they're like trying to just throw as many fucking bodies into the into the pyre as a matter right. like as possible well, <laughs> like what is even the fucking impetus for this you remember two weeks ago i was reading about how the military was boohooing about how they can't get enough kids to go fucking kill right. brown people anymore right um and they blame the you know the woke job market <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it's yeah absolutely laughable and and they complained you know because the covid lockdowns they couldn't get into the schools to you know lure kids to go be murderers right right they go they had to do it they had to do it virtually where kids could just you know at close out of the zoom chat and just be like yeah that's all right yeah yeah uh, and and then i love that that stat it was like 75 percent of kids don't you know know what it's like to don't know they don't know about serving in the military it's like i'm pretty sure they know what the military is and what the military does you stupid motherfucker yeah pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's why uh they're having a hard time recruiting but like, yeah, oh, you know those 19 and 20-year-olds that have lived their entire life during the longest fucking war in U.S. history? Pretty sure they're aware of that one. Right, right. <laughs> so we had, uh, was that all three of our clips already? Yeah, that was, that was. That was, all right. Um, so yeah, I wanted to end with something funny, but before we get to that, uh, just wanted to kind of cover the, the election we had here in um, Chicago a little bit, um, because the good guy won. I can't believe it. I can't believe Chicago elected somebody who's not an absolute fucking maniac piece of shit for once. Um, Brandon Johnson was uh, a CTU, Chicago Teacher Union organizer, for like the last 10 years. He was a teacher before that, running against Paul Viles, who was basically had his own company to run around the country, uh, destroying pr- uh, public schools and turning them into private charter schools. That was his fucking business. And he used to be the CEO of the Chicago school district. So they were pretty much like uh, exactly polar opposites of each other. Yep. Uh, Paul Vallis, who was endorsed by the FOP, the fraternal order of police. Um, y- you know, when you're a Democrat getting endorsed by the police, there's something wrong there. Yep. Um, he said that uh, he was uh, years ago, he said on a radio show at some point, Paul Vallis said that he was more Republican than Democrat. Um, and not that I give a shit about fucking Democrats, whatever awful anyway, but it, it was back. You remember in 2012, there was the, you know, CTU had that huge strike that kicked off a wave of teacher strikes all around the country, um, most of which were illegal. They were all wildcat strikes that, you know, technically they could get fined for. So Brandon Johnson uh, had come in in the, the previous previous runoff. Paul Lyles got 33 percent uh, of the vote, which was 10 percent more than Brandon Johnson which was he came in second. So they both went to the runoff, but that's still like the 10 point margin is pretty big. Yeah. Even among, you know, especially when you have like seven, eight different people running. Yeah. Um, but people realized pretty quick that, you know, Brandon Johnson was kind of like, he was the guy to go to as far as, you know, finally electing a progressive mayor in Chicago. Uh, and he cleaned up with the endorsements. Like Bernie came to town for him. They had 5,000 people at a rally there. Bernie bump aside. I've never heard of a rally. Of five thousand people for a fucking mayor before, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and so he ended up winning with like a full three percent margin of the vote. Uh, and actually, it was you know the Paul Vallis said his three biggest issues were crime, crime, and crime, <laughs> right? Which like that's not a fucking dog whistle to your white supporters. Yep. But the neighborhoods in Chicago with the highest crime rates all went to Johnson because he was he had you know Vallis attacked him for at one point in his career saying defund the police which he, you know, kind of backed away from because, you know, it's run for big office now. 
but he basically said, you know, I, we, I want to address the you know, fundamental causes of crime, which is lack of mental health services, lack of jobs, lack of school, you know, and Paul Vallis, when he was the CEO of the school district, was shutting down schools left and right. So, you know, a lot of people in those precincts remember that, you know, they're like, hey, here's right. the guy who was one of the teachers. Here's the guy who was shutting down my school. So just a comical fucking, you know, juxtaposition. But yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So it just just some of the, the fallout um, was, of course, the 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 uh, president of the FOP, this I forget his name. Catastanza, whatever or like Vinny fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah. John Catazara is his name. Most obnoxious Italian name you can imagine. Just, just comical Trump supporting president of the fucking cop. Might as well be from Long Island, but yep. Basically, basically, he said originally that if Brandon Johnson was elected, that eighty percent of the police force would quit. And I'm like, how? I I wonder how much of a bump that gave Brandon Johnson alone. (laughs) Like three percent of the voters, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he changed it to just only um, 800 to 1,000 police would quit. Uh, and so far, I haven't heard anything about any police quitting <laughs> in mass because uh, they're a bunch of fucking liars, of course. Yep. Um, but yeah, just some of the meltdowns here from <laughs> this is from a cop on Twitter named Jim Jakstovich, uh, who's who appears in his uniform on social media, which I, I I feel like they're not supposed to do that, but who who knows? He 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 tweeted after the election results were called. He said, "Well, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> a million residents of the city of Chicago could not bother voting. It was actually a lot more than a million. It was like this this the entire vote was about seven hundred thousand people, which means there's about two million that didn't vote. Um, a million residents of the city did not vote. Uh, fuck you, you dummies. You I assume that's a typo." Uh, useless. How could they not exercise that right? So a quarter million idiots get to decide who runs this city? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And it's probably going to be a loser who couldn't pay his fucking bills, but should run this city? Because apparently Brandon Johnson, like a lot of people who grew up poor, uh, had an outstanding water bill. Like, oh my god, the horror! What a what a what a horrible person! They <laughs> right? Like you, you realize those are things. Fucking, you know. Those are things that for, you know, people struggling to get by in a city, um, that's seen as endearing and relatable. So, again, like total cop brain. Yep. So then he finishes, turn off the lights, unplug the city off the life support. It was already on. If you did not vote, do not talk to me or comment. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, of course, he got he got some support here. Lisa Christina replied, Chicago is dead. <laughs> Catherine Bialiski replied, God help us all. Dan D. Lyon replied, goodbye, Chicago. <laughs> and and Chase Marshall replied, mass exodus. I'm assuming these are all, of, all also cops. Yeah, right? Ch- a, a guy named Chase. I mean, come on now. Like, that's that's the whitest fucking, you know, Chase Marshall. Like, give me a Le- Lisa Cristini is probably another Italian. I'm guessing. Chase Marshall sounds like a fucking professor in like a fucking, you know, one of, one of those like Christian movies about like, Seriously. like the God's Not Dead movies. Sounds like that would be one of those guys. So, of course, the fucking media had to start bashing him immediately. Brandon Johnson also looking for like the most ridiculous things to, to, you know, woke scold him over or wag their finger at. So this is a headline from the the famously conservative Chicago Tribune. 
editorial and they always they never sign the editorials it's always anonymous who writes it editorial mayor like johnson found a place in his acceptance speech for god but not barack obama <laughs> like how dare he <laughs> like did did obama endorse him no so why the fuck would he thank him right why gonna... why would obama endorse like a black guy running for for mayor in the city that he's from why would he why would right. he do that <laughs> Clearly trying to drive, right? Clearly trying to drive a wedge between people that love Obama and people who, you know, they're they're trying to already undermine support for Brandon Johnson, who, you know, was a long shot candidate at first, but you know, because he had the CTU behind him uh, and the SEIU, um, who have you know increasingly turned towards not just rank and file stuff, but to you know getting people elected who actually care about the labor movement in this country. Right. Um, so yeah, just laughable. And then this one from, <coughs> um, Oh, so th- this, this next paragraph here is from the last thing I'm going to read tonight. This last uh, paragraph is from cityjournal.org, uh, which is basically a chamber of commerce finance blog. Uh, the, it's basically the, the Chicago offshoot of the Manhattan Institute, which calls themselves a leading free market think tank focusing on economic growth, education, energy, and environment, healthcare, and legal reform, public sector, race, and urban policy. The first article on their website is titled, Defund the Police? New York City already did that. <laughs> News to and me. I, but... and, I, and I read it, and of course it was like inflation adjusted per capita. It's less now than it was in the 70s. But it's it's also like the entire economy of the city is like ten times more what it was in the seventies, so like it doesn't fucking mean anything really. Right. So here's here's the, what they had to say about about Johnson. Nevertheless, Johnson won by about three percentage points. Based on early analysis, he did so because he overwhelmingly carried African Americans, split the Hispanic vote, and carried enough white progressives to put him over the top. But the most worrying sign for the future, his sweep among voters under 30, seemingly of all races. <laughs> it's like, you know, they keep telling like, oh, the kids today never want to vote. Oh, wait, they voted. But wait, no, not like that. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. It really is like, unbelievable. The worrying thing is that kids are actually turning out to vote. But we don't like who they're voting for because he actually gives a shit about the fucking unions. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure he's in for four years of that, or however many, or how many years you have in your mayoral term. He's in for that many. Yeah, so. it's in for four. Although it's it's weird because we incorporate as a city on an odd number year, mm. so it's like we we just had a a four year term. Oh yeah, 2023. That's it's going to be starting 2023. So I was like, yeah, this, how are we? Did we can't just like let someone stay an extra year and then we can get on board with the whole one, uh, whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't have any, um, hope that he won't capitulate. Um, cause you know, he's gotta be a mayor for everybody and he's gotta get things done working with some of the most racist Italian aldermen that you could imagine <laughs> right. in, in this city, the people that want the, the Columbus statue put back up, but Jesus, you know, going from Rahm Emanuel to Lori Lightfoot, who made enemies with everybody on the council, to now having a guy who uh, is a a 10-year veteran of union organizing for one of the most left-wing socialist unions in the country, that's pretty fucking amazing to me. Yeah, and, no, it's not too shabby, honestly, Yeah, <laughs> of an upgrade. And, and he picked, as his uh, transition chief, he picked 
a uh, organizer. Let's see here. No, I lost it. He picked an organizer from uh, SEIU Healthcare Illinois. So that's that's who he trusts to like. Start I'm assuming that person's woke because you said they're his transition chief. So <laughs> I immediately saw red when you said that phrase, and now I'm gonna immediately assume that person is woke. And well, now you can buy some ultralight anti woke woke free. Four percent alcohol by volume beer. <laughs> That's for sure going to explode in transit and fucking you know coat the inside of whatever oh non fucking you know well packaged thing he sends it in. But yeah, that- I know people are going to buy it as a novelty, but like, come on, thirty fucking dollars. Like you're getting there, there, fucking there's some off. fucking marks that'll buy it, like actually drink it and be like, yeah, this oh, yeah. is American beer. This is that they were all- pussy, you know, woke bullshit beer. Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently he was answering questions in the replies on Twitter, and he didn't say, uh, apparently he's, I don't know, I guess he's from Georgia because he did the Trump thing in Georgia, but uh, um, he said he's going to be having them brewed in Illinois, and somebody replied, that's a woke state, what are you, you're a traitor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they were kidding, but other people probably took it seriously. I I really can't even tell anymore, honestly. These people are so fucking dumb, it's amazing that they don't remember to breathe. So I had a couple of funny things to read from the onion real quick, but I did want to close out the Brandon Johnson segment with a, a little bit from the FOP, FOP president, John Cata, Catazara, who we mentioned earlier, who said that, uh, you know, 80% of the police force would quit actually in only about a, only about a thousand or 800 or, or, or maybe not actually any at all. Um, but he was quoted, <laughs> uh, saying that, um, uh, John Cazari, who has had a combative relationship with Lori Lightfoot, said Brandon Johnson has a clean slate in his mind. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so yeah, he went from being a fucking crybaby who said the entire force was going to quit to, yeah, actually maybe it's not so bad, and I'll give him a chance. So <laughs> it's, it's like everybody, all these fucking pussies on the police force, at the end of the day, realize that like. They're they're cushy cushy ass jobs making 120 grand sitting around on fucking Twitter are going to go away that they can retire with like, you know, 80 percent pay after fucking 20 years or whatever it is like, yeah, that they can get away with shooting a kid in the chest who's unarmed. Right. That's the best job in the world to people who are of that, you know, persuasion. So but so basically Johnson's first one of his first act as mayor is to find a new police superintendent. So all the cops are being really nice to him all of a sudden because mm. <laughs> the, the superintendent is their direct boss at the right. top. And the superintendent, you know, set, sets the policy for the whole department um, and actually, you know, can enforce those policies. And they didn't like the last one. I don't know why. I, you know, we, I'm sure he sure stupid reasons, but some dumb reason that he you know like no more chewing gum on the fucking whatever i don't know but yeah so because johnson gets to pick the new superintendent they're they got to play ball they got to play nice with uh with the mayor now wow just just unbelievable fucking nonsense uh from these from these mooks but what, yeah yeah so what do you, we had some quick hit things you wanted to hit well before we got here? so we've been talking about the woke mind virus quite a bit lately uh i feel like it's it's being um thrown in our face left and right. Um, but I had a couple lines here from The Onion. They had a, a headline here, conservatives define what woke means to them. And now some of these are just from regular people, but there's a couple from some famous right-wingers. So I'll, I'll name them as we go along here. Uh, so the first one is from a random person on the street. I tend not to use that word, woke, because it has an anti-black connotation and amidst the crimes of Jews. 
<laughs> oh Jesus! Keep it. Remember, this is from the onions. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. That's funny though. That's that's a good. That, that was a good. It had me in the first half, and then right. Yeah, oh God. Woke is when someone changes anything for literally any reason. <laughs> it's when Charmin attacks my values by implying that lesbians also use toilet paper. <laughs> this next one's from Ben Shapiro. The terrifying erosion of Western civilization uh, and education that makes someone like me seem like an intellectual. <laughs> Wokeness has Biden decide to tackle extremism, extremism in the military with an equity plan. It's what made young men and women in uniform realize they are part of a, a government or, they are, or that they are government pawns. They aren't supposed to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I'm currently terrified of or masturbating to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a yeah. real one. That's a, that's a, uh, Oh, absolutely. That one, cut, that one absolutely. cuts deep, especially with the trans shit. You know, that cuts deep for them. There's, there's, there's a, you know, protest too much nature to that. Absolutely. Element of yeah. It. This next one's from governor Ron DeSantis. I don't know what it is and we'll never have to find out if we destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Last one I have here is, uh, of this section. Hey, I'm just grateful to have something to be scared of. <laughs> so, and then the next one here is conservatives explain how woke culture is destroying America. So now that we've defined what woke is, let's see what it's doing. So the first one is because the woke mob, I don't know, no, I'm sorry. Because of the woke mob, every time I look at teenagers now, all I can think about is what genitals they may or may not have. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I was in incredible physical shape back before the country went all woke. A <laughs> hundred years ago, you'd walk down the street and see at least a dozen fellows playing the spoons. Nowadays, no spoons. That's the left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, playing the spoons, that fucking thing with the little, you know, slap them on your leg or whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> My child asked if anything bad has ever happened to anyone ever. As a parent, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> the woke mind virus made me addicted to gay pornography. <laughs> kind of hit that one already. Yeah. Dave Chappelle makes a couple jokes about trans people and poof, he disappears from the face of the earth. <laughs> Implying that that's, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, you can't even choose. You can't even chant Jules. You can't even chant Jews will not replace us without being called a Nazi by the fascist <laughs> left. <laughs> oh man! And the last one here: Donald Duck is gay now, according to my Substack fiction. That's woke <laughs> culture for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. But I mean, this is really not even parody. Honestly, this is like the level of fucking discourse. Are, are, like if you turn on Fox News, like this is literally the shit they're saying. Like it's just fucking <laughs> insane how like just baby brain they've become in there. They used to be like uh, I don't want to say smart with their with their fucking fear mongering, but it was not this simplistic. Like they've really dumbed well, it down. It, seems it used like. to be organized. It used to be organized for like a, a political cause by people who. You know, like Carl Rove, who could actually strategize about right, how to do shit, right, you know? right. The smart, evil psychopaths. But now it's just any fucking dipshit with a fucking you know who's on TikTok or who's on whatever the right wing version of TikTok is. I don't know. Maybe they're on there too. 
They've democratized um, their bullshit, like to the level of, right. of just complete morons. Any, being able anybody, to and it's it's things. hilarious how disorganized this shit and hilarious this shit is, and how Democrats still get fucking destroyed by it, <laughs> right? Because they're just just completely fucking feckless and and ineffectual on purpose. So it's like just a complete joke that they get, you know, washed by these people every yeah. election, but they still do somehow. But hey, if if dumbasses want to spend money on fucking Nazi beer and I get a laugh out of it, then so be it. The funniest thing is, you know, it tastes like fucking garbage. Like, there's no way this is good beer. Like, he's you just, can't. He's just fucking taking can, cans of Bud Light and pouring it into a new <laughs> Probably. can. <laughs> Probably. He's just said uh, some. He's got it's, some guy in Illinois that's printing cans for him. They it's the, pouring the fucking Bud into. It's the episode of Simpsons where they take a, a fucking tour of the the uh, the Duff Brewery, and it's like Duff Duff Light and Duff Extra Dry, and they like they look up and it's like one tube that's like going down <laughs> right three to the three nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that today, and somebody had like changed it to like Bud Light, and then Bud Light with like a fucking gay pride flag, and then a <laughs> Bud Light with the uh, ultra right logo on it. <laughs> so. That's good. Oh shit! All right, well. I think that's that, all i got yeah i think that pretty much does it for us this week but um yeah rate review subscribe wherever you get your podcast it helps the show out um you, uh do you want to plug uh your any of your recent appearances on any uh oh yeah yeah i was on another show the uh post-mortem breakdown uh on tuesday and i i don't know what their link is but they do a live stream on youtube i believe so if you look up post-mortem breakdown podcast i think on youtube you should be able to find that we had a good time um on there i definitely uh tried to represent this show as best as i could try to bring the funny and all that so yeah uh, i was yeah. invited as well but i have no life so i have no time to do anything unfortunately. you have a work life which is why well, I, I have I, no i have no yeah. i have no life of my own i have my right, yes, right. i have my increasingly uh dramatic well <laughs> sometime we'll uh we'll both go on there and we'll we'll be our normal chuckling selves yeah together. no that'd be fun for sure that'd be fun because we've had joy on the podcast with pat and they were great so that'll yeah, be fun yeah, to yeah. uh fun to do for sure yeah so yeah rate review subscribe wherever you get that uh your podcasts uh follow us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash move left facebook.com slash move left idiots i am on uh, patreon.com slash move left i am on twitter at move underscore left and I am on Twitter at conservative dads, ultra right beard.com. Yep. 